What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 210. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe has reconvened. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I am good. It's great to be here with the family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more uh, than my favorite director, my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's, up? What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man they call Eddie Kane Jr. The world calls Derek Powell. I simply call him my cuz. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats. How you guys doing? Well, we're good. We feel kind of rushed. We feel like we're under duress, under pressure, because today um, we've been informed that after all these years, <laughs> uh, big fella, Keith is finally going to reach the promised land. Oh, God. He's actually climbed the mountaintop. His team is going to the championship game. Uh, tonight, so we 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 got to get a little earlier so we could you know get on and and record this episode so he could go out there and make uh, softball history down 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 in his, down his way because I mean for years I mean you know the season was over like way 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 weeks ago <laughs> the team could never win but this time you know he's 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 like 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 Rocky and Rocky won he's going the distance. So uh, congratulations, big fella. Uh, you know, a big round of applause all around. Yeah. For, uh, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's like okay, Kenny Burke said, rising to the top. Can, <laughs> I, ask, pretty good. can I ask you a question? Um, um, I mean, what are you going to do differently tonight to uh, bring home the championship? And how did you prepare for it? I prepared for it uh, by sitting in my bathroom and dreaming and imagining <laughs> hitting the ball over the fence. <laughs> That's what I want to do tonight. In studio audience, and you want to know why it's been many, 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 <laughs> many, many, many years before he got to the promised land. You heard it yourself. Well, I mean, uh, truthfully, truthfully, I mean, you have to visualize, uh, like they say, you know, you got to speak it into existence. And you got to visualize it and considering that for the most part, most of your seasons have been over long before it even got to this point. You've had plenty of time to visualize. And imagine this moment. So, and you know, you prepare for it. But I've never been there. You know, I, I, I even have, have never even been at the doorstep. That's the problem. You were barely in the park. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Mark. Okay, so, so are you telling me you didn't go to the batting cage, you didn't do any stretching, any light jogging, anything for tonight's hoopla? No, I went walking. I stretched, you know, uh, and I press my clothes off to make sure they're very sharp when I get out there. Oh, this ain't going to be good. This ain't going to be good to have good tonight. This going to be good. <laughs> this cat is playing for a championship, and he's talking about he's he's the new George Jefferson of Delaware. God damn, man. <laughs> I, I press my good. clothes off so they be sharp. Okay. Right. I got to be sharp, brother. Got to look okay. clean. Right. You, Please so send us a pic. You, you polish the cleats. Everything is good, right? Oh, everything is shiny. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, listen. I mean, you know, it's... Sometimes it's better to look good than to play good. Well, I think he's, I think we're on to something because <laughs> if he's got polished cleats, he's got starch in his jersey. The man is not talking about I took practice swings or nothing. That's a recipe for disaster. And it's Halloween. 
Oh my God! Trick or treat, baby! Trick or treat, man! Yeah, that's when Good you're a star, man. Derek. That's when you become the star. That's when you're star. so. So, so you are you starting tonight? Yes, sir. Your regular spot. A regular spot. Outfield or are you playing first base? First no, base. Uh, first base, sir. Okay. All right. All right. Well, listen, mm-hmm. man. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm wishing you all, all, despite what your brother's saying, all all the hate that's coming from him. I'm wishing you all the best. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I find it funny that you actually said outfield or first base. We've seen him walk. We know he can't run an outfield. We know he is definitely at first base. Don't even think about trying to track down anything in any kind of gaps. Now, you know what's, ama- what's amazing is your brother is shooting all of the venom. Uh, you seen him walk. Oh, he's barely in the park. But you want to talk about me hating. I just asked, how did he prepare? Deal with your brother who's shooting the shots at him. It's not me. Big bro, oh, no. I want you to do well. I want you to do well tonight. We we know Mark is a hater. We understand this. This is like a, <laughs> this, that's a given. It's like saying, "Oh wow, you know, today is Halloween." I mean, we understand that it's Halloween. Some things don't need to be stated. Oh, okay, okay. All right. We clear. We good then. All right. I just want to make sure. All right. Just Only thing I ask is that the weather not be too cold because if it's cold, uh, my knee might not act right. That's about it. But if it's if, it, if it's in the fifties, I'm I'm good. Okay. So so there's so in other words, your knees have a temperature setting. Yes, it does. Yes, they do. <laughs> I'm not lying. Yes, they do. Oh my god. Okay, well, I mean, good luck to good luck tonight, man. Like I said, I mean, uh, I hope it's all treats and no tricks. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of tricks, the uh, Supreme Court is up to their old dirty ass tricks again. Uh, <laughs> after they they overturned Roe v. Wade uh, this past year and a couple of years ago, after they gutted the Voting Rights Act. And uh, gutted, uh, you know, uh, the the campaign finance reform with Citizens United. Uh, now they're talking about, and this is what people have been saying: these fools are going after everything. I think you said it last week, Derek. If you're a woman, you better keep all that same energy. They're telling you mm-hmm. what they're going to do. Yeah. They're coming after affirmative action, apparently now in colleges. Let me just say this. 1619. I have a t-shirt that says 1619. I wear it sometimes. And that number represents the first year that an enslaved African was brought to this country. Um, And if you people are not good at math, that would put us at about 403 years ago. 403 years ago. Four centuries, three uh, three years ago. Affirmative action has been in place since... I want to say the 70s. Uh, that's when they first started trying to to actually, um, this is after the Voting Rights Act of 65 and Civil Rights Act 65, uh, of the mid-60s. Really, it was like when you started to see affirmative action start to have a thing, uh, start to to have a, a slight foothold where they started considering uh, races as an element for college admission. We're talking about the 70s. And and. Again, if you're not good at math, we only talk about 50 years ago. So if you take 353 years minus, I mean, 403 years minus 50, that leaves you with about 353 years. So you mean to tell me a 353-year head start, we caught up in 50 years? It's asinine <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Uh, uh, it's just, it's just, it's just the most ridiculous concept ever. And I can tell you, having gone to a large southern 
university. We don't really think of University of Virginia as, as the uh, Virginia as the South South. Um, you know, I didn't go to University of Alabama or University of uh, 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 Ole Miss, but I did go to a, a large Southern university, ACC school uh, in Virginia. And when I started there, I started me a mere ten years. Think about what I'm saying. Ten years after the first real black student admission at that school. Mm. That's how, yeah, that's that that's that's really what we're talking about when we talk about affirmative action. I was I was in, uh, at at uh admitted um only 10 years after the first real black I mean not real black student, but the first black student matriculated at that school. You know, that's true of a lot of people that have gone to a lot of schools. We talk about uh we're going to talk about it later on the uh, Deion Sanders at at uh at Jackson State HBCUs. Uh, traditionally black folks were going to HBCUs because that was where we would grant, you know, uh, that was our opportunity to get a college to, uh, education for the most part. And that was for years. That was, that was true for years. And as I said, in the seventies, uh, I think 68 or 69 was the first, uh, black student admitted to the university of Virginia. So you're talking about maybe 10 years later, we, we, we have more than some, and even then, uh, the 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 freshman admissions class was only about six hundred kids out of fifteen thousand. Wow. Let me say that again: six hundred kids out of fifteen thousand total uh, admitted people. Uh, that's including grad school or whatever. That, but there was only six hundred black students out of fifteen thousand in a state in a state in the South in Virginia. With a place uh, at a school founded by Thomas Jefferson in a state where a whole lot of black people have the last name Jefferson for a reason. Um, (laughs) Only 600 of us. And now the Supreme Court is going after that. You know, I'm so tired of hearing the argument about, well, I I work just as hard as this person and I have better grades. And, and, you know, why are they letting him in or not letting or letting her in instead of me? The reason is you've had every single advantage that the that the the country can offer, and just because you didn't get this one victory doesn't mean you're not going to be entitled to all the 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 multitude of victories that are coming your way. You know, Anthony, you know, you're saying that you know you go back to when the civil rights started, and to go to '69 or '70, and now they're allowing black students to go to these colleges. Then you come ten years later, so you had to be about nineteen or eighteen when you got into Virginia, right? I, I, no, I was sixteen, but you know, sixteen in Virginia. Think about that at the oh, age of God. sixteen. Oh, think about that. What he just said exactly sixteen. You know, and he had to throw that out. We know you smart <laughs> with the fucking show, man. God damn, man. You know, now, you I was, I was with that. You ran my pressure up with that. I was sixteen. <laughs> so you, you know, I got you, a, you, I got you, a correct record. Wonder. You the boy wonder. You the boy wonder. Okay, we got you. All right, you the super. I got correct. I got I got to correct the record. That's all. He's making a statement. But yeah, most okay. people, right. not me, but most people would be about that age. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So at the age of 16, I'm only two years older than you. Right. And for this to happen, and now at the present, they want to take all this back away. It seems like every time we try to inch up or move up, Facts. they want to take something away. You can start with the voting rights. We, we're, you know, we want to change that again. We want to take that away. 
the abortion laws, everything that this country has strived to be better at, they wanted to go back to the old way or no way at all. That people don't even have no type of rights, have no say, you can't say anything, you can't do anything. We want you to just march in line and listen to what we say and do as we say and think nothing about it. You're 100% right. I mean, that's, 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 I mean, I couldn't say it better. Um, that's exactly right. We, as, as, as for every step forward, we, we take, we, we're forced to take two steps back. Yeah. So we're still, yeah. we're still fighting for the same things that we, that should right. be right, right now that we should be taking for granted. We should be taking for granted the right to vote. I went to vote. This is funny. I went to vote today. I told you guys I had, I had you know, I, I was, uh, I had time today. So I said, you know what, let me, let me go and, and, and do this thing. You know, and I had to go, you know, I, usually I walk right around the corner at my local polling spot, but uh, because it's early voting, there's like certain spots in the city, you know, and I had to go uh, to the Queens, you know, courthouse and walk all the way around the building and get in there. <laughs> but surprisingly, surprisingly, uh, I wasn't alone. There was a lot of people out there. So a lot of people, are, are, I believe, are fearing uh, some of these changes that we're talking about. But yeah, it is kind of sad, though, that that. You know, being able to to easily vote in the United States has been made difficult. Uh, being able to make a choice about your body in the United States has been made difficult. Being able to try to semi-level the playing field when it comes to education in the United States has been made difficult. Uh, even teaching history, I, as I said, I just rattled off some history for you guys. But what I just said, you know, the 1619 Project, came under fire in the very state I just mentioned, in the very state I just mentioned, in Virginia. Uh, the new governor there um, was going after teaching what they call critical race theory, which is something you learn in law school, by the way. It's not something they teach elementary school kids. They teach it in law school. But the idea behind critical race theory and the idea behind the 1619 Project is that 1619 Project is about teaching teaching all the history, not teaching some of the history or, or glossing over that initial moment in the United States where somebody said, Hey, um, we're going to have slavery as our, as our labor force. Um, and teaching a uh, critical race theory is really not about, as I said, they're not teaching law school, but what they're saying is that you have to acknowledge that race is a factor in most things in America. You have to acknowledge that it's a factor in housing. You have to acknowledge that it's a factor in healthcare. You have to acknowledge that it's a factor in, uh, uh, accumulated wealth, generational wealth. You have to acknowledge that it's a factor in in, in lifespan, infant mortality, and, and a thousand other different uh, categories that I could rattle off because uh, I went to school when I was uh, 16. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's the point I'm making. It's, 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 it, you, we took all this for granted. We thought that this would always be, we, you know, we, this would be a thing for us. We, we, we would, this is, this by this time, Certainly, when we were kids, we assumed that by this time, these things would have happened already. They would have been behind us, but they're not. Yeah, well, it's crazy because this court, led by, not even the Chief Justice, led by Uncle what Thomas. Tom, yeah, what he reminds me of is because you have the Chief, the Chief Justice, Chief Justice uh, Roberts, John Roberts, yeah. John Roberts. Usually, those the Chief Justice kind of kind of drive the ship. He brings up topics or. I'm saying this wrong, but he he's the one that kind of says where the court's kind of going. We're going to hear this case, not hear it. 
But I think it's like Thompson's been laying in wait for all these years to finally get the court he wants. And he is just going buck wild. And you're like, you're wondering, going, I know we're not a monolith. No black person. We, we all have different thoughts about different things or how things go. But something happened to this dude. He was, I just looked like he was born in Georgia. Something happened to this dude that he had some kind of anger or some kind of venom that he's just slicing up everything he gets a chance to. And it's like, it's crazy. Like, what what happened to you? Who, who, who took your lunch money? What's going on, man? Because he seems, he seems bitter. Yeah, that's a great line. But it's also like he seems like there's um like he's trying to to exact a, re- a revenge that happened way before he ever became Justice Thomas, and, it, and it's crazy. Like wh- wh- you know, wh- why are you this? Why are you this way? What is this difference between to be conservative, conservative and liberal? Those are those are lines, and everybody has a, a I guess a a range of of their thoughts. But he is so him and his crazy ass wife. He is so angry and it's like, what happened to you? Why are you going after all these things that seem to be logical and against your own interests? It just seems odd. You make a good point with that, Mark. Um, if if this gentleman, you know, if he was scarred, Thomas was scarred in his younger days, he's, he's going to pay back. And he has a position. He's in a position now where he's going to say, Anything that is even close to leveling the playing field and I have an opportunity to strike it down before I'm not on this planet no more. You better be down sure as well. You know, I will. You don't know. We don't know the conversations he's had at Thanksgiving with his wife and her family. And, you know, we got you in this position, boy. And, you know, we expected some good things out of you. And yes, sir. And I'm I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to treat her right, Miss Becky. And I'm going to do the right thing here. And he's straight up hammering it and doing it. But what what is amazing to me when we speak about now they're looking at the colleges and, you know, they already overturned Roe versus Wade. I still don't see that outrage by those women when I'm and I'm watching the news regular where they're just losing it. Like we got to vote opposite because they have taken away our rights on how we can reproduce and the decisions we can make with our bodies. I still haven't seen that yet. It was good in the summer when you see them out there and my girl, Latish, she's down there and they, she's in uh, Washington Square Park and they doing their thing. And, you know, Tish and I'm going to do the right thing. But I'm not seeing that same energy. And we're talking about next Thursday, next Tuesday, it's on and popping. I don't, I don't see it unless you guys are seeing something different on the news. You know, when do we start cranking it back up? And, you know, and a lot of the, the Democrats, they are throwing that out in front. But I'm not still seeing the outrage and that energy by those folks who are going to be affected by it and who can make a change with this year vote. Well, I, it, I don't see it. I don't see it. It doesn't matter what they do, because if the court is throwing it back, if they're taking it from a national to a state level, all you care about is your state. If you're in New York, you're not worried about it. But if you're in Mississippi, you may be worried about it. And they're not going to cover Mississippi news. We're not going to cover, if you're in a tri-state area, we're not going to cover South Carolina news or... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Utah news. I mean, so it's that's the the deal. You're not going to see the outrage locally or even nationally because depending on where you live, lets you know what the value is of as far as whether you can have an abortion or if you can do yeah, this only, or that. 
the only pushback I would have on say on that is that, um, yeah, you're right. If it, it, if 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 they said they're kicking it back to the states, and and certain states are going to say no, and certain states are going to say yes. But what they're also pushing for, and what the what the GOP platform is saying, is that if we get control, if we get control, we are going for a national ban. Uh, and see, and and see, people say, "Well, okay, well, Joe Biden can veto that, and they don't have two thirds uh, supermajority to to override the veto." That's true. They're not worried about Joe Biden. What they're saying is, we're going to try to get in place in positions of power uh, the secretaries of state in these 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 uh, what I what they call battleground states. You know, Arizona. We can get Georgia. If we can get this one, and we can get that one. That's and right. if we can get a a one person. Um, majority for the senate and we can control the house and we get the white house we're going to pass it with a simple majority see mitch mcconnell was all that all that bullshit about well we're just using this uh <laughs> remember the uh when they when they they rushed through uh um uh uh gorsuch and 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 i mean they, they denied right, um, and uh kavanaugh yeah right uh they put all these put all these these judges on the court even though the the rule was you can't have a you know Amy Coney Barrett they they rushed her in there like in like five days or whatever it was or thirty days <laughs> right. even though they said uh, well you know during an election season they had Obama they held Obama out to yeah. hung him out to dry for damn near a year then they put her through for a month and they changed year their minds suddenly yeah year and a half and then they they changed their minds real quick fast uh, in a hurry for Amy Coney uh, Coney Barrett when it looked like Trump was going to be out of this so my point is is all they want is a simple, simple 51-seat majority in the Senate if they get the House and the White House, and they can get the White House if they can do the shenanigans they they, they did the practice run on uh, during this last cycle. They're going to make it a national thing, so it won't matter if you live in New York, if you live in California, uh, if the federal law says you can't have one, you can't have one. Yeah, I understand you that. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, but I think people aren't that they're just think they're sitting there going, Oh, I, you know, what's the big deal? But that's that's the big plan. They're, they're missing the people. I mean, they're I advertising think, that in New York. I'm saying in New York, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. watch the Lee Zeldin ads, you see that they're saying this guy is this is what his plan is, and this is what the state plan will be if if, if he gets in there. So, yeah, that's like, like I said, I, is, yeah. Okay, okay, like like Dirk said, where's the, the the outrage from the people? Because like like with all of us, we watch the news, Mark work with the news. I don't see the people out there like saying, we can't have this happen. We're not going to let this happen. I don't see that at all. Only thing I see on the news is like we spoke last week about, they talk about this candidate and that candidate and all negative stuff, but you don't see nothing on the news where people are, are pushing back on that. You here's know, the you one, know, here's what I say. Because uh, today... As I said, I voted today, and I got to tell you, it was lively. There was a lot of, I mean, you know, think about it. This is, this is a Monday, Halloween. I mm-hmm. went in the middle of the day today, um, not expecting, I, I was thinking I was going to be in and out. I had to wait a little bit. Uh, you know, so there are people, and I saw, you know, this, this as I said, it's the Queens Courthouse, and people familiar with New York City uh, know that it's right on Queens Boulevard, and I saw people following those uh vote with the boat arrows that they had on the sidewalk and photo key you know they had all the signs out there you know 
and people were following them like 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 breadcrumbs to find because I didn't I thought it was like right in the front you know front side you had to walk all the way around the back of the building and slide through this door and then go through the thing and stop at the a lot of people are kind of you know sliding their butts in there as you said Derek it's 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 about a week or so away uh next was well, actually it's next Tuesday um but people are actually out here voting in New, in New York where you kind of feel like it's a solid blue state and everything else. But I think yeah, people, nah. to Keith's point, are making their case. They're making uh, their, their statement, yeah, even I, if I it's silent. I, I think what, because all the polling is saying right now, there is going to be a red wave. That's a uh, blue, uh, red, whatever the hell, Republican wave. I always get the stupid colors wrong. But all the polling is saying that, but it's, it's kind of odd because that same polling, I guess it would be uh, six years ago, right. was saying that when a uh, when Trump was running against uh, Hillary, that that it was going to be that, and what the Republicans did was okay, fine, whatever, whatever, and they just showed up at the polls. So you're looking for the outrage. I don't care if you scream and holler, just do something. It's like a, a basketball analogy. Ben Simmons spends all summer long, and I know Ben Simmons, my my cousin, who love this, spends all summer long taking jump shots, showing us up, and he gets on the court and does nothing. I don't care what you're doing. This. I don't care about your off season. I want to see what you're doing now. So the screaming and holler does no good at all, but showing up at the polls and let the Showing up the polls and actually voting, that's the deal. I mean, I think uh, um, Obama had it perfectly. He said, well, I think he was campaigning for Hillary. He said, uh, I think the quote was along the lines of, don't get angry, vote. You know, d- don't sit there and scream and holler, yeah, we want this, we want this. Just show your ass right. up at the poll. Mm-hmm. I mean, so who cares if they get there and scream and holler and we want this, we want that. Just go to the polls and make the numbers so that you don't have to worry about screaming and hollering because your voice will be heard through a vote. So... I'm glad Anthony saw a bunch of people sign up and showing up because if you listen to all the numbers, it's trending that it's going to be a bloodbath. But I don't think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna push back on it because again, I, I, I know what you're talking about because suddenly, and that's what they're saying. Yeah, but it's funny because I I read an article the other day. It was talking about that how you know, and and you know, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm more dialed in on social media. Um. They were saying that, yeah, it seems it seems odd that all of a sudden, like, you know, um, and, and you're in this business, the idea of we need a horse race. We need a horse race because if you look at all of, like, the Senate races, yeah, they've tightened up, but the trend lines seem to be favoring uh, blue. Now, there's certain states where, you know, I, I just don't think that Democrats are going to win. And I just, I mean, you know, they've been talking about Florida forever, and I, don't, I doubt Texas is going to turn uh, blue. Uh, with the governorship, and I and I, and and I'm 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 hoping the people in Georgia and Atlanta. I, I know Obama was in Atlanta this past weekend, and I got to tell you, I watched him on TV uh, doing this campaign rally. Man, it's good. Damn, he's good. It's like it's like it's like my man. Said, <laughs> it's like my man said in uh, what was it? Uh, 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 was it uh, Endgame? Talking about Captain America. You know, when uh, when Captain oh, America oh, yeah. gave the speech. Oh, yeah. walk, <laughs> walk, uh, said, oh no, uh, uh, Ant Man said it. He said, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's how I felt. About, I was like, damn, that, that dude is good at getting these cats fired up, and he stays chill, and he's not, you know, he he doesn't call anybody by name, but he's he, but he he makes the makes the point. I kind of feel like uh, even some of these polls, like uh, on Twitter, like uh, Lee Zeldin, you know, is constantly trending, and then you start to read the 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 the, the feed, and you see it's one or two people. It's almost like bots, and they're all trying to hype it up and make it look like Kathy yeah, Hope. Is no, by no. Is, is is behind. There's a certain couple of polls that you kind of say, okay, fine, um, but I'm not so sure. I don't. I, I I just don't get the. 
as I said, I didn't expect to see anybody out. I excuse did. me, Anthony. I think she's going to win easily. Okay, excuse me, Anthony Mark. Have your guys ever been called for any of these so-called polls? Nope. I don't, but I'm sorry. I get I don't get calls for polls anymore um just because what you do. I I I'm I'm voted I'm 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 listed as independent. So I get both sides beating me, you know, I get every day I, I get on my mailbox and there's tons of of stuff from both sides. My phone has been getting both sides lined up with, you know, vote for this person, vote for that person, which I keep reporting as spam. So I don't. And the polls are, I wouldn't go by the polls. That that was the, that was the big mistake six years ago. Right. That was the, that was a mistake. Everybody said, oh, okay, you know, she's got it. She's got this sewed up. I don't need to go out. She got this sewed up. I don't need to go out. And they was like, they're going to say, okay, fine. Keep believing that. And then next thing you know, you had President Orange in there. And his, and that's what President Orange and his, what three justices or four? Four. Right. We got three in. Three. Yeah. That's well, that's the damage. That's what she said. She said, you, you know, you're not voting for me. You voting for the Supreme Court because he's going to appoint people who are going to. She said it. You can go back and Google it. She said it. He's going to appoint people who are going to overturn Roe v. Wade. And everybody was like, yeah, whatever, Hillary. Uh, you know, and and they 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 lumped her into that this you know lying Hillary or whatever the hell you know that they they were trying to trying to you know cast her as and you know this this nonsense and I and I, I had arguments with people about Hillary Clinton people I know they were talking about yeah well you know you know uh, I'm like whoa really um, again this you know people keep saying this is the most consequential consequential election in your life and they say it every year but when you look at the last ten years every Every election that you've encountered has truly been the most consequential of your lifetime. When you think about the things that have happened, when you think about um, whether or not Obama should have had, just 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 ponder this for a second. In two thousand, George Bush wins in air quotes the national election by some five hundred votes after the Supreme Court ordered the stop of the recount. George Bush appoints how many justices? One? Uh, Alito? Or two? I think three. Uh, two? No, I, think, you know, I think he got two. Yeah, two? I'll tell you okay. something, but I think that's so two. Yes, okay, so he has two justices, right? This is George Bush. It appoints two justices uh, in his tenure. Two uh, 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 right-leaning justices. I know uh, uh, the Chief Justice Roberts was one and I believe, uh, I want to say uh, Alito was the other, but I could be wrong. Um, then um, we right, go... Yeah, three, three. Three, okay, so you had three justices. Then um, we, you know why? Because I was like 16 when I started. Kind of. uh, yeah. 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 There we go again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he points three justices, and then uh, eight years later, we get Obama. Obama is denied... He, he he appoints two. He appoints two of them: uh, um, uh, Sotomayor and Elena Kagan. Right? He appoints two justices, Obama, and they should have should have been able to appoint three, but for the midterm election that got Mitch McConnell the uh, uh, head of the Senate. So now he's denied a seat. Right. Then we get to 2000 and his two terms, eight years, 2000 to 2008, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, 2008 to 2000 uh, at, at uh, six year, 16. 
uh, Hillary wins again, like Al Gore, the popular vote by three some three three million votes. Yeah, big deal. Uh, uh, three million votes. Yet she doesn't get the seat, and that allows Trump to get in there to a point not one, but two. He gets the one stolen from uh, Obama. Obama, right? He gets the second one uh, from uh, a retirement, and the third one from uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death. And and they rushed it through. So now do the math. We're talking about uh, three and three, six judges appointed by two presidents who lost the popular vote. That's where the problem lies. This 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 leftover electoral college nonsense where uh they they put that in place to to <laughs> appease the slave owners. Um and that's where we are. Like I said, I mean, you know, I started this thing talking about affirmative action and and talking about mm-hmm. equality and everything else and you can see that we're still not a racially equal country even even if you look at it through that lens. Agreed. Agreed. So that's where we are. So yeah, I mean, to to Mark's point, don't get mad. Get out there and vote. That's that's the real deal. You need to be out there casting your votes. And, 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 and to Derek's point, I hope you I hope you're wrong. I hope that that energy is there, and it's just you know they, they're so mad that they just you know like when <laughs> sometimes when women get mad, they just stop talking. I hope they stop talking, and they just in and they just in there voting. Um, <laughs> Ooh, and, that's good. You know, you know right, so that's right though. But yeah, guys, yeah. do y'all believe in what all these polls say? You know, like it's going to be a red wave, and I don't believe it's going to be a red wave. And yeah. I, but I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a lot closer. I think uh, that the Democrats will probably hold on to the Senate, and I think the real thing, the the the, the sign of of energy or enthusiasm is going to be seen in, in the House. If if the Democrats yeah. hold the House, it's going to be because they, you know. Uh, to Derek's point, these women were just absolutely angry, and if they lose yeah. the house, it's because it's going to be because we were apathetic and just didn't didn't care to vote or uh, think about our kids <laughs> and whether or not they're going to vote, and that that'll tell you what happens. Ooh, you're right. You're right. So yeah, if if we all sitting there now hanging our heads because of what I just said, then that, that tells you. What I know my baby. Oh. Huh? You just gave me a headache with that. I know my baby. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> Ooh, this ain't cool, man. Right, let's move on, then. Let's move on. Let's get <laughs> Love you, Nia. <laughs> I'm still scared, though, but I love you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I, you know, I mean, I know mine, and I'm, I, I hope that he's going to do it. But it's like, oh, that was, that was, that was, that was, that, that was Tuesday. Dang. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. My uh, bad. No, he'll, he'll say that December first. <laughs> so that, that's that's what we deal with. That's that's really where the fear is. So yeah. hopefully, uh, you know, Nia being being a young woman will go out there and and, and uh do her thing and, and cast her ballot. They say if women they said if all if only women voted, they said that the electoral college, the, the the uh the representation would be like four hundred, like you know, out of out of the was it was it five seventy one? Out of the five seventy one, it would be like four hundred. The electoral college would be like four hundred uh, in the blue every year. If only women. Wow, wow, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah, but they don't. No, the, the country is more 66%, blue. Sixty six percent. Yeah, it's more blue. They, they just, just don't, don't vote. Don't do it. And you have it's. It's just. It's odd. It's really odd that that's sort of like the the narrative, but that's what happens. And that's and they know and and I, and I, and that's why the 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 idea of this voter suppression 
um, and denying the outcome of elections is all uh, is, is, is the GOP plan right now. They realize that numerically, numbers wise, demographic wise, it's not favoring them. So the only way to stop this, 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 this change is to seize power while they can by any, they doing it's the blackest thing they've ever done. They doing it by any means necessary <laughs> <laughs> uh, to make sure that they can stay in power and hang on to it. That's what they're going to do. And, and, and it's really a, a, a function of us not doing what we need to do. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's sad and it's, 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 uh, it's disappointing. And I, as I said, you're going to watch affirmative action be a non thing um, real soon. I mean, because there's no way they're not going to not overturn it. I just I don't believe that. And and to Mark's point, yeah, you know, Clarence Thomas was waiting in the wood, <laughs> waiting, waiting, you know, like Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> he's, he's more, you know, I'm not sure if he's Uncle Ruckus or Steven from Django. <laughs> Ooh. No, oh, no. Yeah. What's, the, what's the character that um, David Chappelle played? The blind guy. Oh, Cl- Clayton Bixby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, too. <laughs> no, he's he's the, he's a shadow figure. He he is what Cheney was to the Bush presidency. He didn't have the outward power, but he ran the country. I mean, there was a great documentary on Showtime about what he did versus what the president. I mean, it, it was crazy. He is, no vice president ever had that much power in the history of the country. Thomas is sort of doing that in the Supreme Court now. I know there's in theory nine equal justices, but it's really sort of like there's a theme. That's why you have a chief justice. He is sort of the guy who is leading all this, but, but then but, but then he gets to say he didn't, and then Roberts has to defend it. So he's like, oh, you know, he's the one pushing all these buttons and then Roberts has to go up there and be the mouth of the court and say you know, yeah, your name. Meanwhile, Thomas, like, I never said that. No, you never heard me say that. I never said one thing. You know, <laughs> I, I just, Roberts and the other judge we just heard you. Okay, fine, whatever. Did <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Murphy wasn't me? <laughs> wasn't me. Shaggy response. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, you mentioned. Uh, uh, as I said, I was going to get back to it. We talking about colleges and 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 his historically black colleges. Deion Sanders. Uh, yeah, uh, is swack. Uh, might as well just say it. He is swack. He's um, swack. So Dion, what what was it? Their homecoming was their homecoming. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, what what Dion has done, uh, and that's prime time. Dion Sanders. Uh, last last weekend uh, was Good Morning America. They were down at Jackson State. This past weekend was College uh, Game Day, which, which is, is huge. run by ES- which is major, which is run by ESPN. Desmond Howard and the boys where they took their bus on the road to Jackson State homecoming where they dominated Southern University, which is, you know, which is fine. But just the fact that they decided, because it was a couple other times they went to a HBCU, but not with the fire that uh, primetime is bringing to, uh, you know, Jackson State. And for those guys to come down there and you also had, and he is not a part of the game day crew. Stephen A was there. Stephen A Smith came through too, man, showing love. Yeah, you know, making sure that all of the uh, spotlight, all of the attention, all the good things that are being done, not just as Jackson State, but all those HBCUs, they're now on stage and they're now performing. And when you see like the crowd in the back, you know, because I watched it, you know, for uh, about an hour 
on Saturday in the back of, um, you know, Desmond and the crew. It's like they at Tennessee, they at Notre Dame. It was a nice crowd and it was raining and they really, really did their thing, man. So so kudos to uh, Primetime. And uh, as the supervisor has said, Eddie Robinson Jr., you need to get on your knees and fix this and apologize about that. <laughs> who swag and who ain't motherfucking swag? Because I don't know if it's bad luck that he came, that Eddie Robinson said that. But the minute he said it, it really the balls really started rolling in Dion's favor. And I think everybody has saw the new remix with about who swack, which is it's it's, it's trending. This this record, it's like about a minute and a half, and it's trending. Just because Eddie Robinson Jr. said that Dion is not swag, and Dion responded, "If I ain't swag, who is swag?" There's a now there is a remix about that little conversation they had that is off the chains, man. But good job to uh, Dion for bringing the spotlight to the HBCUs, and I hope it continues to go on and let those young brothers and sisters get their chance to stand on stage and you know let their uh, their light shine. Well, it was nice that he did it, but let's from a TV angle. He, he was on GMA and then he was on ESPN. It's the same company. There's, they're not. They're not a separate company. That's. They're okay. both same. It's the same deal. And I guess you was, went to college at sixteen too, huh? It, <laughs> I, I, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not as smart as my brother. But that was. Here's where I would it because I'm always going. I'm, I'm pushing more. That was nice. But GMA and, and ESPN is the same. They're the same company. So it's right. sort Disney, of like, yeah, uh, yeah Disney. It, they, they're they're both Disney. So him being on GMA. He was going to be on an ESPN, the same deal. My thing would have been, I and mean, I'm glad he, I'm, gl- I'm glad that this was done, but I'm really going to be like ESPN. If you really, really were about it, then why did the game come up ESPN Plus? Why was it on ESPN Two or even ESPN U? You put it on the streaming service. You didn't put that game on broadcast on your broadcasting service. You put it on your streaming service. So if you really want to talk about that, we we did this, we did that, then why did you relegate it to your streaming ESPN Plus versus? ESPN two, or even the lesser known ESPN U, you put it on a on a streaming deal, and I can and they can say, well, you know, we're trying to get fans to the streaming. Well, then simulcast it. We do it all the time. So, yes, it's nice, but don't go so crazy as if you guys were doing all this work because the next question would be, okay, that's nice. When you come, when you're gonna come back again? When's gonna be your next commitment? Who's what school are you going to next? I mean, we're talking about football, but you're gonna show up for basketball. You know, are you going to show up next year at, an, at HBC or are you going to just do this and say, listen, we gave you this. Now shut up and be quiet. Or if Coach Prime goes to another school, are you going to, you know, say he goes to a, a power, what, power four or a power three, whatever conference is. If he goes to one of the big schools, are you going to go back to, say, Jackson FAM State. Or, to some, or Jackson State? Yeah, because yeah, Jackson State is a small school. Are you going to go to another HBCU? Not, you know, you're going to go to uh, to uh, to Graham or whatever other schools are. Or are you just going to say, we did it. And shut up. If a lot of these young black athletes start going to these black colleges, well, they will come back. If you get like out of the top 20 superstars, you get maybe 10 of those kids that venture to a black school. It'll change the format. Then they'll start uh, visiting these schools with these uh, athletes and stuff. And that'll start a chain of other athletes coming. Well, they're going. Why not? You know, the rest of us follow suit. That's when it changed the power structure. But long as the power structure is the way it is, you know, Dion's doing a great job opening it up, but it has to be the kids that continue to make this push to make this change. 
Yeah, I, th- I think to um, uh, a couple of things. Uh, Stephen A. is is actually an HBCU alumnus of Salem State. So Roman Road. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, kudos to him for, for uh, big house gains and uh, everything else for people who, who are paying attention to that. And, and kudos to him for going. I mean, I realized that you know he he he's never met a mic or a camera he didn't like. But yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> It is, it is big time for him to go, and I'm glad he yeah. went to support it. And and to to Keith's point, yeah, I, you know, it is so hard for these schools to to possibly compete for blue chip athletes. It, ha- it really requires the kids themselves to say, "This is what I want to do." Because exactly. if you go into an Alabama locker room, or if you go into a Louisiana, you saw the video. If you go Crazy. to LSU's locker room, mm-hmm. or if you go to Ohio State's locker room. Uh, if you go to Miami, even though Miami has not been competitive for years, go down there and see them, those those uh, facilities. Up the chain. And, and, yeah, and you you be like, wow, this is insane. The, the, those places have the facilities and the and the ability of some of these ACC schools, or if you go to the the the, the, uh, the Pac ten, these schools, the money they get from these at these big time athletics and football programs, by the way, are really really hard to maintain. They highly they're really expensive. Oh my gosh! Uh, they cost a grip of money to 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 maintain, and if they're not generating that money, uh, it's really hard. That TV money that goes to Jackson State because they showed up, uh, uh, Mark, even if they don't don't make it on on uh, ESPN uh, broadcast. Uh, it's still more money than they would have gotten had they not. Oh, it's it's a it's yeah. a ton, and like my school, I mean, I'm a Howard grad, and I, I always say we're the school of record. But the athletic facilities are just yeah, but you're they, not swag though. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have to be. <laughs> we don't have to be. We are the school of record. But the, the athletic facilities, unless they made a major upgrade, and I haven't seen anything from the letters I've seen, they they don't compare like 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 Dean said to some of these. Texas high schools. I mean, it's just like it's it's nice if it was a say upscale um, like the football field football facility. If it was nice, it was an upscale high school um, team. It's nice, but you if you walk around, I I would say like the video we saw. I don't know if NFL locker rooms are like that LSU locker room. I mean, that just seems like like Disney World. Like holy crap, people (laughs) live like this. So it's hard. It's hard to tell an 18-year-old kid, or some people are smaller like my brother, 16-year-old kid, um, hey, come here and sit in this locker room, this rusted locker room versus ghosted in, what was that, like a, a, a lounge chair, whatever the hell it was? I mean, that's a tough sell. I mean, so if, like Keith said, if, if you start having, I think the best way to have it happen, the quickest way to have it happen is basketball. Basketball teams, yeah, cheaper to pull it off. Football is expensive. I mean, it's just there's a lot of money, a lot of buy. You, but you can get good, you know, a good five, you know, five guys. You can turn that around real quick. Because think about, I mean, we, 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 I mean, Duke was wasn't known for basketball until Coach Kaiser. I mean, if you look, Cameron's this little tiny rat hole gym, right? And it became ridiculous because they started winning. All those gyms could be the same thing if you start giving some of these. SWAC schools or MEAC schools or these HBC schools, and you get a basketball team going, that money will come quick, and then, and that's how you can turn it around. Yeah, they just gotta. I mean, you know, they almost have to do with the the old the old Texas uh, Western move, which is UTEP yeah, yeah. now. 
uh, but where you have to go and find five or, or even Michigan when they had the, the, the Fab Five. If you can find five blue chip ballers mm-hmm. and surround them by just mediocre talent, uh, you can win a you can win a national championship, or you can put yourself in a position where it, you, you don't have do. to win it as long as you're in the in the in the the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite Eight on a fairly regular basis for about four or five years. That money coming to your school, and that will start to to Keith's point, start to drive other guys to start coming in there because that's all it does. That's all it takes is just you you need to turn the program around and, and that's a good analogy mark uh, with, with coach k cameron indoor arena was you know yeah, it's uh, nothing it was nothing it was a joke um um you know chapel hill had been successful for a long time so they they obviously had what they needed you know and guys were going down and they they had no problem getting re- recruits to come down there but when uh, uh coach k got to to duke it changed that whole whole dynamic and he came in at a time when when the acc actually had you know was king was king yeah, the big I mean, east in the, in the, yeah the big east the, you know the so you know, big east not this thing that it is now what the hell it is but yeah, yeah nobody you know you know even st john's i mean you know the, <laughs> st john's does not have real great athletic facilities what they do they have is the city of new york so mm-hmm. if they want to play That's college, it. if they want to play college games, they can play him. You know, it's it's you know, you bring a kid in the Madison Square Garden, and you mm-hmm. put his name and his jersey and his picture up on 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 the uh, jumbotron. That's a nice That's recruiting, a recruiting, and you say, yeah, you can live in this house. We're gonna rent this house for you guys to hang out in. Okay, I, I, I'll go. And um, think about a school like Howard. You're you're recruiting. Obviously, you got Howard and all this history, in a, but you're in D.C. You're in a you're in a major city, not like major a Jackson. Network. I mean, Jackson State, I, I don't know what's down there, but I'm, I'm going to probably be in trouble. Not a lot. So for Dion to get people to come down there is a major kudos and a major yeah. plum to him. But I've been to Jackson, Mississippi. I, I, I've never been. You're in D.C. That's a big, big, big deal. And you can say, listen, hey, you come here. You're in Chocolate City. You're close to New York, Philly, crappy Baltimore. <laughs> and some other and Baltimore's hard. Just, you just sure. alienated all our Baltimore listeners. All well, that, they're not that smart to figure out anyway. So uh, <sighs> you you can really sell a kid to, to the fact that he's in DC oh. he, and he has range to all this all this tapestry. Yeah, and I mean, if they if, they, if they're playing where the where the, where the uh, Wizards play, if you can get more games, home games, in that'd be it, the what's, trick. What's, yeah, you know, and that's what you have to do. And and again, the 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 money that comes from these schools, they have to re, re reinvest it back into uh, their research facilities, reinvest it back into their you know uh, student life facilities because that's how you start to change change the dynamic. The schools, yeah, they all have most of the uh, um, uh, HBCUs have fine academic programs. You know, Definitely. whether you're going to Howard or Hampton or whether you're going to Fisk or if you're going to Morehouse or Spelman, you, you're talking about really, really, you know, uh, um, fine um, academic programs, Cheney State, whichever whichever HBCU, HBCU you want to name. Generally speaking, you're talking about uh, a quality education that's tailored mm-hmm. to you. That's not the problem. The problem is, is that if you go there and if, if these guys want to want to compete, I mean, yeah, we could. The choice right now is either to uh, go back to where you were in terms of, you know, listen, we're going to be the biggest things on, in the MEAC, or we're going to be the big big man on camp, big big school on on campus on the SWAC. That's fine, 
But if these guys want to elevate, they're going to need blue chip, five-star talent in whatever sport they have. Because if you start sending a couple of kids from uh, these HBCUs to the NBA and they go with the NBA and they show out, if you start sending a couple of these kids, I mean, I don't know what this with uh, Dion's uh, class is going to look like at the end of the year. But if some of these guys start getting drafted and say in the first five rounds or a couple of these kids start getting drafted in the first three rounds, you're going to start to see other guys go, you know what? I can make it to the league from there and I'd much rather go there and hang out and do my thing than I would rather go here. Now, you know, if the facilities are not up to speed or whatever, but I think I think culture can get you a lot more than we're, 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 we're giving credit for, but you still got to give these kids a little something. And, you know, and yeah. some of these kids come from so much poverty that it's kind of hard for them to turn down the bag, you know, when mom is, you know, living, you know, uh, paycheck to paycheck and, and, and hand to mouth. And some yeah. coaches like Saban or somebody can say, hey, you know, uh, <laughs> It's 50 grand. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Sure would be nice if your mom had a better place to live, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess it would. How would you feel if you lived here? Oh, wow. Did somebody drop those keys? (laughs) Try those keys on that lock. See if it opens the front door. I'll be darned. (laughs) I'm going to see who has who has, who has the least for this uh. For this unit, this housing unit, and see uh, <laughs> you know, if it's empty, you, look, you can keep it. That's it. <laughs> uh, take um, existence, uh, John Morant. He came right. from, uh, um, I forgot the school he came from, but oh. he's a star athlete in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, he came from Murray State. Yeah. So you look at him, and you might have other athletes just as good as him in these colleges. If more would come, like we've been saying, I'm telling you, it would change the game drastically. If you, if you start with the basketball program and you're making money off the basketball program, then you can build your football program and, and your other programs you have there. But there has to be a starting point where the money can be drawn in to make these changes to these locker rooms where these kids, when they come to visit, they'd be like, wow, this is really, really nice. You know, like we said, going to Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, they go in there, they, they, that's, that's prime state, you know. When you go to the black colleges, it's not. But if they're able <laughs> to <laughs> come up there with this stuff, it ain't even close. To somehow level the playing field, it'll be a great thing. Yeah, well, it's a goes, difference that, between. I'm sorry to Pop. cut you off, but that goes back to the original conversation that we had when Anthony is saying how many years, 300 years plus, we're behind them. That's how many years these HBCUs are behind <laughs> Alabama. I don't know if you guys ever saw it like when they they show like the training table at Alabama. It was coming like on HBO on um on HBO on Friday nights and they were showing like their program and how these kids get ready and they get all these sneakers and the feast. It's like, you know, they're Vikings when they go to the training table and they got turkey legs in their hands and they're yelling with wine and grape and fruit and they're going out to conquer and then you go to Mississippi State and they got issues with the water, you know? So it's like, it's that damn hard, but they complain about the affirmative action and they got such a big lead. Throw us a bone. Let us at least try to get in the game. And when we do, that's going to change the rules so fast. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, it, it really is uh, apples and oranges. And to Keith's yeah. point, you know, 
it's the difference between prime rib and a White Castle's burger. that's 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 the difference i mean you know yeah sometimes a white castle burger can be satisfying but if you have the option to get prime rib i'm sorry Mm -hmm. i'm going with the prime rib sometimes i mean you know that's that's just really really what it comes down to listen folks if you have not subscribed to power to the people you are missing out i don't know how else to tell you i mean uh you know this is the difference between uh prime rib podcast and somebody else's white castle burger podcast you could spend (laughs) you could spend like an hour listening to somebody else and you won't be satisfied here you come back and go man i can't wait for the next one so make sure you do subscribe when you listen to the podcast you can get us anywhere you get your podcast including where you're listening to it right now you can also find us on social media on twitter at pow to the peeps p-o-w-e-l-l the number two the letters d-a p-e-e-p-s pow to the peeps on twitter you can find us on facebook at pow to the people you can find us all on instagram and you can find us back here next week same bat time same bat channel see you then peace peace